Welcome to episode 8 of the Get Better Basketball podcast. Brady Fox joins us today to share his journey playing at Rangitoto College, how he started and fell in love with the game of basketball. Brady also shares his side from the Karen Bingham podcast, being that he played in the Rangitoto College team that Karen and Hobbsville Point beat to win the under-19 finals in North Harbour. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Really appreciate you and you taking time out of your day to listen. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode eight. Today we've got Brady Fox on. Uh, could you please introduce yourself, Brady? Uh, hi, I'm Brady. Um, I'm 17. I go to Rangitoto College. Uh, I play ball there and I've been playing ball for most of my life. Nice. So me and Brady go way back. I started coaching yeah. you in, in year nine, so I've known you for a long time. Definitely one of the first people I started doing uh, coaching with Ange at Rangitoto, which was cool. Um, yes, so I've known you for a long time. Um, and Brady's on to share his experience playing basketball um, at Rangitoto from sort of year nine, but really get in depth in depth to this season because he was a part of the team um, that my Hobbsville Point team beat under 19. So he's just sort of going to share his experience of um, of that team and, and what it was like playing for that season because um, essentially they, they won every single game by like at least 30 points until they came <laughs> against us. Um, so yeah. sort of talk about that. So if you could get into Brady's sort of like how you st- how did you start playing basketball is what I want to know. Well, um, my dad played basketball for his life. Like he, he was big into basketball but he never um, got me into it. It wasn't okay. until I think it was year seven where one of my mate's teams um, – I needed one more player, and I played like two games with them. I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. And then uh, year eight, uh, I tried for the basketball team, got put into the bottom team, which was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to Ringy. I'm pretty sure we won that year in year eight, though. What's uh, what intermediate were you at again? Uh, North Cross. North Cross, yeah. right? So I mean, oh, my bad. Uh, back then, the team was stacked. It had um. Ken Emery and um, what's his name? Thomas Thomas Morgan? Was that his name? They go to oh, Rosal now? You tell me, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, but they, they were mean back then. Um, I think they're yeah. playing for New Zealand now or something like that. And yeah. their team was mean back then. And then, yeah, I was in the bottom team, which, you know, started off my basketball career. Yeah, that's, that's not bad for, you know, North Cross and, and Murray's Bay are like literal powerhouse intermediate. It sounds weird saying like intermediate schools are powerhouses, but like yeah. the amount of like national team, New Zealand team, college talent that comes out of those two schools is insane. Like it's, mm. I would love to see what their resume looks like. It's, it would be crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I didn't know that you um, started in U7 literally because they needed one more player. That's pretty cool. It's <laughs> a funny way to get started in basketball. Like, bro, we need one player. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but that's dope that you stuck with it. Um, so year nine at Rangitoto College, walk me through what was that like for you? Sort of like this, the first you know year nine and year ten at, at Rangitoto. Yeah, that's when I started to you know start training quite intensely. I was like, yeah, this is going to be my main sport and my main hobby now. Mm. Um, uh, year nine, I made the A team for under 15s. It was pretty buzzy to go from the last team to the first team, but. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure I was only in that team for my height. <laughs> I had a big growth spit from year eight to year nine. I mean, I didn't yeah. complain. No, I not yeah. about that. Yeah, it was an interesting season. Um, that's yep. when I met um, Jamie and Gian. That they, they, they were my OGs back then. Mm. Funny enough, I was still my teams were still beating your teams back then. My B team mm. finished way higher than your A team <laughs> in under 15s. That was a funny yeah. season. Um, part of that was is I like. 
pick the teams. I kind of like work with the A team coach and I sort of told a, little, a few little fibs here and there about players that I wanted, like, oh, you do this so I could get them. So I put, mm. you guys had a far better individual team, but I had a far better team. Mm. Um, and we ended up finishing fourth. So, I mean, what do you guys, do you remember what you finished in that year? Nah, I remember it was horrible. Yeah. We did not win that many games. Uh, that was tough. That was a tough season. Uh, mm. It was fun for us, though. I had a lot of fun that season. That was, that was a great year. I did absolutely <laughs> nothing. Shout out Jacob Fodu, uh, Leon. You guys just, they just carried me. Like, it was great. Jacob was my point guard. It was excellent. That was a really fun season for, for my team. Um, but enough about my team. So, year 10 and year 11, how did that go for you? Oh, year 10 was a big step up going into junior prems, having a lot of, like, the young talent come in. Um, oh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, when Ethan Skelton and Zach Riley, when they came in, yep. uh, you've got Lucas Payne, uh, he came in. Dante. Um, and, yeah, big legacies, yeah. That was, yeah, uh, that's like, they all came in the same year group. That's insane. I just realized yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Um, and then year 11, first year in Prince, um, well, I mean, coming to Rangi, they had stats school. I mean, mm. two years back to back. Um, wasn't expecting to play at that high of a level, but gear 11, you know, um, reserve for prims. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, can, like it was a massive jump up, um, mm. working some of the best players in New Zealand for that age group, mm. but I still played, um, under 17 overall the season. So I played for two teams. Yep. As usual, that's sort of like what normally happens. If you're sort of year 11, you, you play reserves and play 17s mm. for a little bit. Um, what was that like playing on, on getting into, so under 15A, year 9, junior prems, year 10, and then making senior prems as a reserve player in year 11 at Rangitoto, who is, which was and still is mm. a very, very stacked school. Um, but there was a lot of young talent that year. I think that prems team, like how many, there were not very many year 13s. Oh, I think um, there was only like one or two. Um, Logan yeah. and uh, Aiden. Uh, yeah, I think Aiden was, yeah. But um, yeah, um, that was a very young team. And then mm. to uh, playing under 17, it was quite different because I played a lot of minutes compared to Prions. Oh, was, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a big no deal. It was, it was different because it was like I play maybe half the game and then or more and under 17 and then go to prems and then sit on the whole bench for the whole game you know mm, it's mm. just it was but it was good to watch that higher level of play and you were training with that team at the time right yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been, uh, been really cool regardless even if you're not mm. getting minutes that's cool to to be able to be in that training environment yeah. Um, all year round and even getting to sit on the bench as, as someone you know did you really expect you were even going to get on a reserve team uh, for oh, that year no. <laughs> oh, I was I was not expecting at all I was fully expecting to play under 17 for the whole year but just to mm. make the reserves was a privilege mm. and you know like I think that's that's dope that you say that it is a privilege um, I think a mm. lot of people view those opportunities as oh I'm not on the team I'm not going to bother uh, but that's dope. And I think that's one thing I've always liked about you is you're humble enough to take those and, and take it in stride of maybe I'm not going to play this year, um, but I'll take the users' opportunity to train and, and learn as much as I can, which is dope. Mm. Um, so that brings us to year 12. So this was last oh. year. Um, so what happened in year 12? Let's let's walk through that. Let's How did um, it start off in year 12? Well, <laughs> didn't make the team in year 12 for Prims. Um, they brought in three amazing players. And then it was just too competitive that I believe that I didn't train hard enough to mm. you know, deserve to be in that team. So mm. under 19 was 
where I played that year. Hmm. So, yeah, that who did they bring in? So they had shout out my guy Rontel. Uh, he's oh, yes, six yeah. foot eight, big man. And then they brought um, Phoenix from St. Peter's, I think. And ah, oh, they brought one more. Fully forgot. I'm so sorry. That's fine. So they bring in they bring in three guys, and essentially <laughs> your your reserve role sort of gets yeah taken away. That's but tough. Like, so. That team was stacked. I mean, they won. The Auckland um, season, yeah, uh, and then they performed well in um, nationals. I, I feel like they should have won it, but you know, that's national for you. That's a tournament. Yeah, that's a cool thing with tournaments. You don't really know anything what's going to happen. Um, mm. So you're an under 19. So let's sort of talk about that team of under 19. So sort of oh. talk about who who was in your team and what did your team look like at the start of the year. Oh, well, at the start of the year, we had a massive trial, you know, and then we mm. started off with 14 players and these, you know, it was competitive in the trials. Yeah. I wasn't like, com- in comparison to the end of the year, it's like, wow. So we started with 14 players and we had two internationals. Yeah. And one of those internationals was our team carry. Well, not nah, in terms of like, we could put him in the paint, you know, ask him to drop some points and he could do it. Mm, that was like mm, him. Mm. And then we had, you know, we had a pretty good team in terms of like talent. I feel like we could have played open men's and competed at a high level, but our school just didn't change us for some reason. Yeah, that's odd because when we played you guys our first game, uh, and it was a cool game for me, I think, because I'd coach like most of you guys and when you mm. guys were year 9, year 10, year 11. And then I had been at Hobbsville Point for my first like full year. Um, we came in that game, excited to play you guys. And then I think we lost by 20 mm. or 30 that game. We got spanked. Yeah. Um, and you're right. So there was the big... He Was was he Russian? Number seven? He was Brazilian. Brazilian. <laughs> I thought he was Russian. I yeah, was like, you got to watch out this big Russian guy. Yeah, yeah. So you guys had this big, big Brazilian guy. Like literally, it was just like throw the ball to him in the post. And then it was mm. like, okay, go have fun. Go get us two points. And then we'll go play defense. You guys played... Uh, a lot of one through one zone and just basically trapped and we weren't really ready for that uh, yeah. i sort of came in expecting every single team to play two three zone <laughs> so that's what we had worked on um, and then we came into that so that was a big surprise for us um, mm. so start of the year basically you have essentially an opens team i, I was very confused mm. after that game i was like well, why don't we just play an opens team you know like this is under 19 so this is supposed to yeah, be like yeah the fourth league in, in Auckland, you know, it's, you know, prem senior opens on the 19th. Maybe, mm. maybe not. Who, you know, we can argue that. Yeah. Um, so why do you think you guys didn't get put in opens? Was it just an admin error or? Um, I just, um, I don't know. Uh, we mm. asked a couple times, but it just never came to tuition. It was like, especially within the first three games, we like definitely knew like we should be yeah. opens. Yeah. And, uh, that like fully affected us for the rest of the season. How so? Why did that affect you guys? Or how did that affect you guys? Uh, I think I, it was like, it kind of got a bit, uh, what's the like, it didn't drive us to train hard when you're mm. blowing every team out by like mm. 30, 40 points a game. Mm. And it's just kind of like, What's the point of us trying to train? We came off like we started to develop this real cocky like um, persona as the team because it's like right. if we wanted to, yeah. yeah, and 
through like through the season our like training numbers slowly declined and then people slowly started leaving because it just kind of felt like a bit more of a social team than Mm. a competitive team it's interesting you say that because when we think of like players not coming to training and and things like that we sort of associate that with losing Mm. you know what i mean Uh, and i think for for you was it sort of this sounds odd like i'm gonna like this is a losing season for you guys even though you won every single game by an average of like 30 or 40 points um, Mm. it's ultimately that the culture was almost the same as like a a losing season so was that the first like losing season you had been a part of oh um in terms of like i i I, the only time i've like won a championship was in year eight the, all the mm. other times I've either came like second, third, or like not even placed at all. Yeah. But what I mean it, sort of is like the team culture is like, because every other team you've been a part of been like mm. a good, regardless of results, Pat, you've had a good time. And would yeah, you say yeah, so? Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of like a, uh, like we're just going to training just for the sake of going to training. You know, it wasn't mm. like we need to train to get better. It was just, you know, like might as well just go play some ball. Yeah, you weren't really chasing anything. Mm, mm. Whereas for us, the Hobbs point, like our experience is we we're chasing you guys. <laughs> mm. We knew we could beat everybody else, but we were, we that was really motivating. And I think like, you know, we talk about our season compared to that. Like we were just constantly figuring out how do we beat these guys. Mm. Um, so that's interesting. You know, we talk about having like a losing team. Like you would associate people not coming to training, people not trying hard, people giving up to losing. But yeah, it's funny yeah, yeah. that that can often happen when you're winning every single game and you don't feel competitive because you're not being mm. challenged. Would you say so? Yeah, yeah. It was mm. definitely in this one game. We were versing a Rosmany team or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were just, you know, having fun and stuff. But, like, it just felt like they were playing quite socially. Like, you know, we're just going to go out there and have fun. Yeah. And then it kind of, like, imprinted on us. We're like, you know... Mm. Well, might as well just have fun too yeah and it didn't start to kind of get competitive until the semi-final or not semi-finals those we the only time we got competitive was in the finals and right it's just like we didn't get competitive for the whole season and just to ton- suddenly switch it on was just not possible mm, mm. Um, and it's interesting that as well dropping to how other teams were playing Mm. Um, and it's funny i always felt like there was there was one game we played that year where it felt like it was a bit of a social game but every single mm. game teams like that rosmini team they bought in a couple of their like senior a or open players down mm. um so they they basically had a, like a we struggled it like we won the game but um it's interesting to see that maybe teams just saw that you guys were winning by so much that like well let's not even bother bringing anybody down to try and win this game or let's not bother does that make sense yeah would you agree with that yeah 100 mm. so i think as well sometimes when for opposing teams when you look at because no matter what coaches say or, or, or i say or coaches say like don't look at the score don't look at other teams mm. who cares like we'll worry about it when we play them in the playoffs like that doesn't matter kids yeah. look and then you look at oh rangatoto they just won this last game against this team that we lost to by 60 we're gonna get spanked like let's not even yeah. try and then you, you are right yeah, it's demoralizing for them, and then it's also demoralizing for you because some players might not show up to the game because they don't mm. want to get they don't want to be a part of the I got embarrassed by sixty point team. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't play. That's why we lost. You know, that's them, not me. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think that 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 issue compounds as well. It's interesting mm. to to talk about that how winning and winning a lot can actually be a really really big negative thing. 
You so, don't get that boost to try no. and the win. Mm. Mm. And I think the other problem with, with, with how the league worked and the number of teams is that you played everyone once. Uh-huh. If you had, I think if you had played a team like us that was constantly trying to beat you, it would have been very competitive. Yeah. Like at the end of the season, I think we were actually supposed. I don't. I don't remember like a lot of details from the season, uh, but a, a couple teams came in halfway through, which screwed up the schedule a little bit. So I think we might have mm-hmm. actually was supposed to play you guys before the playoffs, but oh, yeah. it didn't happen. Um, so yeah, sort of talk about during the season, um, player numbers of training. Just sort of talk about how the team started to unravel almost. Mm, it was definitely around about like the third or fourth game i think wow, it was quite early yeah yeah where it started to you know break down because i know in the first game we came out you know like quite competitive and then mm. when we when we won it was like yeah we're gonna win this and then mm. when we played the second game it was just like oh yeah this is you know our team's real mean i think mm. it was the third game we won by like 40 50 something like that that's and then so. that's when it starts it started to be like yeah, this is a you know, this is starting to be a bit too not competitive enough for us. Mm. And the um, crazy thing is, you're beating teams by forty in seven minute quarters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, felt like we were playing a rookie man. Nah. Mm. Um, but yeah, our team individually was just really strong. Like we had real good individual players, and mm. but overall, mm. it, it like made up for. Um, made up for our lack of like teamwork, you know? Because mm, you guys like, are so good individually. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't really, I mean, like, I don't even think we scrimmaged until like the fifth week in our training. Wow. Like yeah. Wow. Our coach was really trying to drill, um, drill our plays into us, mm. which was good. But then we didn't have that. That probably contributed towards some of our players not wanting to come to train. Because it was just go mm. to training, run through plays, go to training, etc., like that. Mm. Mm. And so you think the design of training was also a negative impact on people not wanting to show up? Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I feel like because a lot of because a lot of our like cockiness uh, towards the end of the season, it was just like you know we don't need to go to training. We're mm. winning. You know, all we're gonna do is just go through. Um, drills there's nothing really to it yeah mm. and then i guess that continues to compound the issue you know we don't go to mm-hmm. training we don't form those team bonds mm. um, we don't form those relationships and then that just keeps compounding and compounding and compounding yeah um, um, it's interesting. Unlike, oh my bad you go uh, unlike your team where it's like you guys have been together for like you know two or three years i was listening on the podcast yeah and it was like compared to our team where it was like maybe four of us have played together before and the mm. rest were just throwing in you know mm. i think with our team like a lot of those boys had played together for a while but it was a small mm. group it was about four or five and a lot of them oh, were, yeah. were quite new but like we were training like there were eight opportunities for our guys to get in the gym each week mm. and they weren't all like me coaching it was just two some weeks we had three training some weeks we had two but it was a lot mm. of like open run well, I was doing a workout and you guys could come and shoot on the other end as well as like if we talk about sort of relationships like we we trained how many times do you guys train train per week by the way oh like two but sometimes yeah. our coach would you know have work or something then it would only right, go to right. one but would still have like the gym open or something like right, that right, right, that gym right. slot yeah 
Um, whereas for us, like we're training two to three times a week. I mean, I was at school all the time that year because I was doing an internship. So like mm. the year 13s would just come out and hang out in the office all the time. So we started to build those really, really close relationships, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is really important. Whereas obviously, you know, you're essentially what's happened is you guys would show up to train and then that'll be it. Like there wasn't yeah. really much outside of training, right? right. Mm. Um, and do you think that that overall, like the the lack of having opportunity, because I think the big thing for forming relationships is you need the opportunity to form them. You know, if you just go to training and leave, mm. it's very hard to become friends with someone in the middle of training. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my question for you is like, where where have you formed like the most relationships and friendship? Not necessarily like best friendships or guys you like are mates with and hang out with, but where mm. where have you formed those like player to player relationships um, in basketball? Like, has it happened at training, after training, what? Oh yeah, no. Nah, I feel like um, you, you definitely gain a lot of friendships through you know basketball and training and stuff. Mm. But I feel like it's just that um, extra time out of training, just maybe mm. like under hanging out with them for like one lunchtime at school mm. it'll definitely like change that dynamic to where it's not just you know like oh you're my teammate it's like oh yeah. you're my teammate and you can be my friend you know because mm. mm. you don't necessarily need to be like best mates and, and yeah, you know, yeah. everything um, but there needs to be a sort of a level of of chemistry um mm. you know we talk about examples like you know there's there's guys you play with like i'm sure you know, you and your your friend group, guys that would sort of train together and, and play together yeah. for for a long time. You almost form that chemistry, and you have your own little like plays that you do that no yeah, one yeah, really knows about. Definitely. Like, I know in our team, like that that core group, there was some stuff that they ran that I we didn't do in training. They just did it instinctually because they had that chemistry. Yeah. Um, like with our big man Jacob and and one of our main uh, scorers Corey, they would just do a throw and go post it all the time. We never worked on that once, like mm. at all. <laughs> but they would always <laughs> Jacob would just post up, he'd throw it in, Corey would sprint at him and that, they we scored god knows how, probably at least four or five points a game off that. Yeah. Um so it's interesting as well like that not having opportunities to to form those relationships where training is very coach led. Um it can be quite hard to form that and especially I yeah, think with yeah. with young boys like did you feel like anyone really took any initiative to try and be like, hey, guys, we need to do something like, you know, if the gym's open, we should go? Or was it just kind of like group chat's uh, dead, everything's dead? I mean, every now and then it'd be like, yo, who's keen to go ball up? And then some yeah. people would reply and then just rock up. But other than that, there wasn't really like a, like, yo, we should all hang out and go get some food or something like that. Mm. It was, mm. It was like... It was pretty dead in terms of like we're probably going to play ball together, but not really see each other outside of that. Mm. Mm. And so let's sort of talk about towards the end of the season and sort of towards mm. you know end of term two going into term three, where it's you know one more game and then you have playoffs. Mm. Um, what was your guys' mindset as a group, sort of as the term finished, as that sort of first you know ten games finished? Going into term three, how were you guys feeling? What was your, your team's mindset? Um, I think the last four games, like we played, so like the finals, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, the, we had our big man leave and he was our lead scorer. I think he scored mm. like top three scoring in the league and he only played like half the season or half yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah. like he scored a lot of points for us. Yeah. And it, it kind of like we got just used to it. And mm. we're like, yeah, like he can just score all the points and we'll just, you know, chill. And then for him to leave, it kind of was like, whoa, okay, we actually have to kind of, you know, the other people have to score, not just him. Mm. 
And then, yeah, we, we our team dynamic kind of changed from like having like a like a Michael Jordan just to do all the work for us <laughs> yeah. to, um, to all of us having to pick up our slack. And mm. I think it took one game or two games, but it definitely um, it, it came towards the end. So when did he leave? Like, did he leave term the end of term two or? Uh, I think he left into turn two. I remember oh, right. his last game. We were like, "Yo, let's just give him the ball." <laughs> yeah. I think he dropped like forty points or something like that. Oh, wow. It was quite entertaining wow. to watch. Yeah. Wow, that's a dope send off though. So he mm. went back home, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Um, and that happens. One thing, Rangitoto College, if you don't know, is very famous for international students. I think at least mm. like five hundred of the students are internationals, which is really dope. Um, I remember when I was there, it was the Soccer World Cup and we had God knows how many Brazilians and it was just so funny. They would run around like screaming Brazil or they had flags and everything. It was all, that's probably the best part. Yeah. Maybe not the best part. But one of the best things about Rangitoto is an international population. Like you meet so many different people from like, not just like one place as well. Yeah, 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 like a lot of schools have like a sister school, but like Rangitoto had a lot of sister schools. Yeah. Um, so like I, I had met guys from, I and mean, I'm sure you probably have a similar experience. Like I had, you know, made friends from guys like who I still have on Instagram and stuff from like Japan and Brazil yeah. and, and Germany and all that stuff. And that's like, that's dope. Yeah, um, a whole lot of different cultures and especially the way they like play basketball and stuff. It's quite mm, different. Mm, you get a sort of sense of different styles. It's very interesting. You know, I'm yeah, watching yeah. a lot of, a lot of yearly like, Bro, like the environment there is insane. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. They're so, intense. Yeah, yeah. But that would have been dope nonetheless to have somebody from Brazil and sort of, mm. regardless if he's your top scorer, if he's fucking terrible, like to have <laughs> someone from Brazil on your team and share the international stuff is dope. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about uh, Rangatoto is, is that opportunity you get. Um, yeah. So he leaves end of term two, you know, to be expected. Internationals are only there yeah, for yeah. half a year, a year max. Um, get their experience and get out which is fine mm. so going to term th- was there one game in term three before playoffs or was it straight I, playoffs i don't I, remember I, neither i think some games had to play i mean some teams had to play an extra game and yeah then, i think you're sure right the first game we had a bye i don't think the other team turned up or only wow. like three players turned up so some of our team jumped on the other side and we just played like a friendly game basically uh, I th- yeah i think one team dropped out so I remember having a buy. It was like the team didn't show up, and then I think another team joined. So there was like I think you're right. There was the first week of term three was like like a catch up week. Like mm. if you hadn't played that one game, you played it. If you if you had, then you just had a buy. Like yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it was one week of term three. Then it's straight into into playoffs. So playoffs was a quarterfinal, semifinal, and then final. So walk us through your path. So who who did you play in the quarterfinals? Uh, quarterfinals. I'm pretty. Uh... I'll just have a look, but I just know I had like one of the worst games of the season. I was so yep. demotivated to play. Um, mm. I think we had around about seven players or eight players that game. Mm. I mean, our numbers definitely dropped from the start of the year when we had like 14, 15. Yeah, so, that was like, a lot. Mm. But um, yeah, I just remember like not wanting to play because wow. I mean, we almost lost that game, but it was like. Who did you play? Do you remember? Um, I think it might have been Albany. Uh, oh, you played Albany in the semis? Yeah. Oh, we played them in the... Ah, uh, yeah, we played them in the semis, I think. But it says that we played them twice in a row. Oh. So I don't think we had a quarterfinals. I think <laughs> Did we, not? we just got oh. a bye. Oh, Maybe no, you guys, you guys had a bye. 
yeah, I think we had a bye. Okay, so maybe first... maybe just my team had. Okay, so semi-finals then. So walk us through the semi-final. Semi-finals is when our like team actually like came together for once. Um, we only had mm. six players, I think, and yeah, one of the players didn't six. come until like the second quarter or something like that. Mm. And I saw your team like sitting in the bench, and I felt so cocky towards the end. I was like, "You guys can scout <laughs> us, but we are just, you know, we we just we were in our groove that game." Mm. Mm. And you ended up winning that game by quite a lot. I remember. Yeah, seventy to twenty nine. Damn, that was, that was a big game. So but, you're coming into the finals off that. Yeah, we were. We thought mm. we were like top smack right there we were like yeah this is too good but what a what a change that was anyway so you know you you, have, you start the season on a high it sort of dips towards the end of term two a couple of players leave a couple of players drop yeah. out you know training isn't exactly the most enjoyable um, mm. but then you sort of sounds like you guys start peaking sort of at almost at the right time right mm. sort of when yeah, you want got- to start peaking is semi-finals finals yeah we definitely like it was such an atmosphere change because coming mm. to games during the season we we kind of just came in, you know, was like, oh, let's Get play, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Mm. Um, but after the semifinals, we were real, like, hyped and we were, like, getting into the finals. But then some of our players were saying that they couldn't make the finals and it was pissing me off. Some so that of was legit. Like, I need to know that that was a legitimate thing that happened. It wasn't just you mm. talking shit. There were some of them that had like scholarship stuff or something like that. Right, and then some right. of them were like, oh, I can't come to the game. And then, so we were coming into the game with a definite four players. And we're like, yep, sweet, we'll wow. still play with four players. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden they all rocked up and I was like, what happened? Because <laughs> so, like, it was a big, like, as Karen said in that podcast, mm. like I was running open runs at the time and yeah. you and quite a few of the guys came through. It was a big thing that, like, you had said that you guys might not have enough players, and yeah. our older guys didn't really care. They were just like, well, whatever. They're just talking shit. But our younger players like took it to heart, and they're like, oh, like, oh, this is sweet. Like, this is all good. Or like, that's fine. We get to win the championship. They sort of almost yeah. like it almost slipped them out of the the mindset they've been working towards like the whole year of like mm. we need to get ready. Yeah, um, yeah. So I always wondered if you guys were actually just saying that to like wind <laughs> us up, or is that was a legitimate thing. No, it, it was legit. It was, it was it, like that drove me. Out. I was so angry. I, every time I saw mm. them at school, I was like, "You're coming to the finals. Like, <laughs> you, you are coming, no matter what." Yeah. And and they turned up, and I was right. we were sitting in the locker room, and this slowly players would come in, mm. and it was like a real relaxed but still hyped environment. It was like yeah. coming off the semifinals, we were like, "Yeah, let's do this," you know like easy money basically Mm, but mm. it was still like real chill at the same time where it was like everyone was relaxed there was no one that had like you know hello nerves yeah yeah Mm. so walk us through the finals now the game so so start start to finish walk us through quarter one to quarter four and and what that was like Mm. um when we were warming up (laughs) i remember i did a jelly layup and went in (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm on. I look at the crowd yeah, and there's like three people I know. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I didn't think that there would be much people because there was yeah. the Prem game. It was like Rangy v Westlake. Oh, so right, I was like, right. oh, yeah, I can understand. That would be a good mm. game. But yeah, no, quite a lot of people that, like, most of the people that came that 
I knew were just my mates. And I was, but they were going to go to the Rangi Whistler game after, but I was like, it was yeah, like good, one know. to 20 mates, basically, in terms yeah. of like Hudson Vogue to Rangi. Yeah. But, but I was buzzy just to see that. And mm. oh, Hobsonville was one of the most intense crowds I've played against. Every time really? I was, like, <laughs> in terms of like every time I was like close to where they were sitting, I just heard constant like smack talking and stuff. <laughs> oh, Crack up. Crack up, because I were on the far bench. I heard, I told all my players, don't look at the crowd, don't look, because mm-hmm. you know this was their first time really being in the finals, and I knew the moment they looked at the crowd, they'd shit themselves. So I was like, so yeah. not even do. No one is here. We're playing a game. So I knew that they look at the crowd and go, oh no, like everybody from the school is here. Like, yeah. oh, there's that girl I'm into, or like, oh, there's a principal. <laughs> like, oh shit. So like, do yeah. not look at the crowd. Um, but that was cool. Like we had a teacher with a vuvuzela, which was crazy. It was really really funny. Yeah, um, I didn't really look up either until sort of thing, but like I didn't realize they were talking smack. That's funny. Uh, but like, especially on like, if the ref called a bad call, you heard that like they did not agree with it. It was pretty. <laughs> uh, I loved that so, environment though. Yeah, no, nah, it was that was a cool environment to be in. Mm. So first quarter, walking through the first quarter of that game, how are you guys feeling at the start of the game, and then what happened in the first? Uh, first, first position. I remember. I was sitting on the opposite side to, well, it's not, but I was in help to the opposite mm. side where the guy hit the three. Uh, he shot a contested as three. And I was like, yo, I got this rebound. And then it like swished. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, went into first position. And I think that's when the nerves started to hit some of us. We were like, mm. oh, okay. You know, it was a bit of a wake up call. Mm. Uh, don't think we scored that position and then someone banked a three like on my face and i was just like what i was not expecting that because i remember we they you guys made a lot of like contested threes and i was just Mm. like are these fluking or are they just like you know low-key cashing it right now that that was was a mixture of both i'll give you that was a mixture of both (laughs) But um, yeah, when they hit that second three, I was just like, oh, oh, okay. We actually mm. like, uh, oh. But um, what happened after that? I don't remember. I just remember like, as soon as he hit that second three, it was like a wake up call. And I was like, mm. okay, we need to put our foot down and actually try. Mm. But I, that, that I believe was our, our um, down doing. Mm. Like we started the game off really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so walk us through what happened after that. If you if you don't remember, I can help you out because I, I I remember the game. I watched through it before and I remember like most of what happened. But like sort of walk us through what happened from from there. Sort of the the the, the first quarter, end of the first quarter, and second quarter. What, what started to happen? What started to happen for you guys? And what happened in the game rather? Um, I just I know that the start of the game took like ages to start for some reason. I don't know what happened, but we were just standing on the court like, um, are we gonna start or? Yeah. And it definitely like, you know, slowed down my excitement, which could be good or bad, but yeah. Mm. But I definitely remember like the pace you were, you guys were playing at. That that I believe was what ruined us because in every other game before we played high pace you know fast break kind of stuff yeah. and then you would slow out the pace of the court and i was 
getting so angry because I was like, <laughs> I know that we can only win if we play at a fast pace, like our own pace. Mm. So you're saying we slowed you up on offense or we slowed you up on defense? No, both. You just slowed the game and mm. everything. Because mm. we just, all we do is just slow, 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 slow. Mm. Um, so sort of your strategy to me was, because I spent, like, we spent a lot, we'll talk about what we did to prepare. Um, but, like, you guys played a 1-3-1 one, one zone um, and mm. basically just trapped the ball handler with the top player and then the strong side wing, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we would have players drop to help, um, yeah. depending on, like, what the position was. Yeah. And I imagine that that worked really, really well against every single other team and it worked really, really well against us in our first game. Mm. Um, but I, what I had noticed during the season is that you guys played the exact same way every single game. <laughs> yeah. So it was very, very, very easy to prepare for. <laughs> yeah, there was like put, yeah. no need for us to like change. Mm. There mm. wasn't like, there, there was no like, we were like, it uh, works for every team, so might as well keep it the same. Mm. Which is interesting because we changed everything to beat you guys. Yeah, we. I knew that like the other teams, we would beat them no matter what. Like it didn't didn't matter. Um, but we changed every not every single thing, but we changed a lot of what we what we did. Focused on how do we beat you guys? Um, mm. Whereas you guys sort of just keep the same strategy and think, oh, you know. So again, that comes back to the compounding part of of winning so much as you feel like I don't. We don't need a change up. We don't need to do you know have something that we can throw a spanner in the works and be like we're doing this now on defense. How are you going to react? Yeah. Um, yeah. which is what we did a lot of. Um, yeah. So walk us through now. So for me, the, the real thing, you guys had a big run in the second quarter. Yeah. Um, like a big run, like a really, really big run. I think we ended up being down by 10, I think, at one point. Mm. Um, so walk us through what happened in the third the third quarter. If you, remember. If you don't remember, third... I'm happy to help out uh, in the third quarter. Coming into the third quarter, I definitely remember our mentality was slowly going back to like, you know, like, uh, this is the like our cockiness was coming back mm. and it like uh, I felt it on defense mm. like everyone wasn't like frantically trying to get to people like oh no you know if he makes the shot blah 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 it was kind of like yeah if he shoots it I don't think he'd make it you know yep and oh I just know that was not the right decision <laughs> If you don't remember, I'm happy to help out. Like, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. So we ended up going on a, a big run of ourselves, um, mm. like really big, um, which was super cool. And then going into the fourth, mm. uh, I think we were up by 10 going into the fourth, I think. We were up by quite a lot. Like we had had a really, really big run. Um, you guys seemed almost like the play. If you go you know, on my on Instagram and you look at that clip for the mm. Karen uh, podcast snippet, there's a play where we get a steal and like literally none of your players ran back on defense. Like yeah. you guys just sort of stood there and kind of just like let it happen and all of our players ran up. So it was literally five on oh. I don't it's very rare you get a five on oh in, in a real basketball game. I um, snapped. I was on the bench. I remember mm. using every profanity word I knew <laughs> in my vocabulary. I was so mad when I saw that happen. Yeah. It was like personally I, I i try and go after every you know chase mm. down block like that's mm. just me I, I will you know i don't care if he's like already at the basket you know i i will like try to go after that and just to see all of them because they all put their head down mm. and when that happened mm. and i was just like you know we're not that far behind they came back mm. we can come back mm. and that's why i kind of went into like 
my like annoying teammate mode where I was just bickering on everyone and I didn't mm. take it into like you know like it was my fault too I was like yo you guys blah 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 and that mm. was bad on my fault mm. yeah it was a bit of a mood changer because we all just felt real down and I was trying to get us you know excited and into it again and right. then after seeing that I was just like that yeah we're, we're done that now. killed your mood as well right yeah right and then so fourth quarter you guys actually won a little run yourself at the end um, mm. you brought it back we, to about six we um switched because um towards the i think it was at the like midway through the third quarter we called a timeout or something after you guys yep. were in the run i was like yeah we need to switch our defense and offense like it isn't working it mm. hasn't really been working that well the whole game they've been adjusting to it mm. and i was like yeah we need to switch to a man and then I think we switched to a man and it took a while for us to get into it. But then when we actually did, we did full court man and we got mm. quite a lot of like turnovers off that. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, I guess it was like too little too late. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. Sort of the game, the game ended up finishing and I think we won by six in the end. Mm. Um, so sort of talk about your teams because we'll have a wrap up, not a wrap up, but a conclusion in a minute. Sort of talk about mm. the general theme. Um, but sort of talk about what it was like in those last besides the clock issues we don't need to uh, get into that <laughs> that was just a whole bunch of series of unfortunate <laughs> events but it is what it is mistakes happen um, that was a, that was a but so sort of, of discuss like what it was like in, in the last few minutes of the fourth what was your team team mindset and attitude um towards like the last like three minutes of the game mm. um Definitely in the second half, we all had our go at playing Herrible, and it was mm. quite um, predominant in the last three minutes. It was, okay, I can bring us back to this game. Everyone was, well, I don't know if everyone was, but definitely like a lot of people were. And it, it kind of like made our team go kind of sour in terms mm. of like the whole team chemistry. The little that we had just rotted and... Uh, a lot of everyone was playing, doing real risky stuff. Even though I was, I was shooting contested pull-up mid-ranges, just trying to get like a basket or something because it mm. felt so close but yet so far. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if I make this, you know, we'd only be four points behind. And then, yeah, uh, yeah but uh, it's, uh, that's such a mental block right there. Mm. Mm. Um, and what about like after the game? Did you like what was it like for you guys post game? Oh, after the game, it was everyone was silent. I think some players just straight left, like the stadium, because it, yeah. it's like going from undefeated the whole season to mm. losing a game that we bet the team by thirty in the first game. You know, it was like mm. wow. Mm. Like, yeah um i think some of the people that stayed behind we had a good you know talk about what happened and the season mm. and then everyone just left and then pretty that much was that. that was the end because mm. um we were told by someone that we would go to the under 19 tournament after ah right which doesn't exist anymore <laughs> no <laughs> and we were like oh, it's fine if we like at the start of the game we were like yo it's fine if we lose you know we're going to this tournament mm. and then turns out there was no tournament and oh mm. that killed a lot of people because mm. like, mm, like 
Because what for us we had like there's the Northern Cup tournament, which is funny. Like I know Rosamini and does a their their B team in that. It's a really really good tournament mm. for the smaller schools or teams that don't have like a prims prims tournament. Really really fun tournament. Mm. Um and sort of our goal was to win that. Like I didn't really even I did like as for me personally, you know, a lot of a lot of the teachers and stuff were like, "Are you guys nervous for this game?" I was like, "I really don't care. Like I, I want to win the the regional final. I want to get there." Yeah. Um and this is just a stepping stone to prove that we're good enough. Um, mm. So it's like if we can't win this game, then we're, we're going to be terrible at tournament because this is a team that we would play at tournament. Exactly the same um, team. You guys were essentially a team that I think would have done really well at that tournament. Mm. Um, but yeah, for us, before we get into sort of the the general theme, is like when you guys started, you know, that one through one. I like I didn't really know how to beat it. The original thought mm. was like let's just run guys baseline, which worked. But um, we had you know it was our first game and we were still figuring mm. things out. And you you guys did an excellent job, but like. I, me personally as a coach we did a lot of a lot of preparation how how can we do stuff differently on offense to to get baskets and it's i think a big yeah. thing for players to work on it's just like can you literally just reverse the ball <laughs> to the other side and that's mm. pretty much all we did like just pass pass to the top play five out pass to the yeah. other wing and then it was just play out of it and i think that works quite well mm. um in that game and then on, on defense trying to get up in a full court zone to slow you guys down so you couldn't get those yeah. kicker heads and then just trying to get back, no, not even bothering to get offensive rebounds and just getting back and sitting in pack defense. Like, we got really, really good at our pack defense, like insanely good. Yeah. Um, it didn't work so well in tournament, but it, it worked well in that game at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that like, was... f- in comparison to you, like, we spent our whole year preparing to play you guys. Mm. Um, whereas it sounds like you guys spent your whole year preparing to win, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't know how was, else to put it. That was our down though. Mm. So what I would like you to do is sort of compare last year so like what would you say is the most enjoyable season of basketball you played for starters um even though i played like no minutes at all mm. uh, i still think that uh, me being a reserve of senior parents was the most fun i've played in basketball so so year 11 right and that's really yeah. interesting to say that would you say year 11 just the senior premise part of it or would you say year 11 as a whole playing under 17s and being a reserve um, I mean, the under seventeen was I don't I don't find it that enjoyable in terms of we lost pretty much like yeah. half of our games. Like I I, yeah. I hate losing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that winning feeling. Um, mm, mm. but only when you've like earned it. Right, 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 right. And then yeah, but playing no minutes in a prems game. And then going to nationals because one of them got injured and they, they were like, oh, do you want to go? I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> sure. Um, but that environment that like, because everyone, it was such a different experience from under 19 because everyone would get hype, you know. Mm. You're playing in a competitive, you're like, I have to play my best like 24-7. Mm. It, it, I find that way more enjoyable. Mm. So that's interesting you say that the most enjoyable season you had was a season you didn't get on the court. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny that's that's really funny and i think like that's the sort of the points of these episodes and it's funny when we talk about like the, the one i did with luke he said the exact same thing when he played mm. for calcetinia prems like he didn't play that he played he didn't play a lot yeah um, but that was like really enjoyable experience being in that environment and often yeah. the 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 enjoyable seasons in sport is the due to the environment would you agree yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely mm. So um, you would say, would you say the difference between that year 11 senior prams and, and year 12 like really came down to the environment you were in or was it yeah. because of the competition or what do you think it was? Uh, the uh, It was the environment because mm. um, in the semifinals, even though we 
won by like 40 points or something like that. Mm. We were just like, it was so hyped up. Like every position we were like, yeah, let's go. You know, kind of. Um, And I felt like if if we played like that in the finals or something like that, it it would have just been a different game. I felt like Mm. it would have been a way more enjoyable game for both teams. Mm. But um, yeah, definitely the year 11 was way more fun. Do you think that like the environment of your team is player related, coach related, or a mixture of both? Like who, sorry, I guess the best way to ask it is who has the most impact on the team environment? Is it the coach, the players, or is it a mixture of both? And Uh, if it is a mixture of both, like give me a ratio, like 50-50 or whatever. I feel like the, um, it would have been a player coach like mixture because I believe the coach has to, you know, like inspire his players to a certain point, but then your players Mm. have to, you know, actually do something from that. They can't just Mm. expect the coach to try to hype them all the time. Right. Right. I think that's an important thing for, for, for players to understand. Well, oftentimes we hear young players and it's, Oh, the coach is terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, When in reality, it's like, you know, how much effort did you and your team put in to work on your team chemistry? Regardless, like, don't, we're not going to worry about anybody, any coach, manager, parent. Like, how much work did you and your team actually put in to mm. get to know each other and, 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 and form those relationships? Oh, uh, well, like, bare minimum effort. I mean, mm. for year 11, uh, we were training three, four times a week. Sometimes, um, especially in the, we had a real intense preseason to, and that definitely helped us to get, um, acquainted with everyone yeah right right and then during the whole season you just grow real close with people when you see them like four times three times a week guarantee yeah yeah. and then you know you have your ups and downs with them as like Mm. everything and you're i don't know get into like i mean personally i did not get into like <laughs> uh, like disagreements with the older players because uh, I'm skinny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hadn't had a little gross fit yet. You know, they were built and big. I was like, oh, I'll sit here. And, you know, I'll just shut my, my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. No, but that's cool, and I appreciate you sharing that because I think it is important to understand that, like, the player, the player relationship, like, as a coach, like for me, I can try and drive that. But like ultimately, I have no, I can't really make two people be friends. Mm. Um, but it's interesting you say that you think in your living what helped, which is the fact that you were around each other for a guaranteed like three times a week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think going through those really hard trainings where it's tough, it almost mm. does bond you. Yeah. Um, because you're going through it together. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but no, that's cool. Um, I guess the main thing, the main theme really for this episode is like how winning can actually affect team chemistry in a negative mm. way. And it's really odd to think about that in my eyes. Yeah. Um, and, but as, as well as like, we tend to attribute a negative team environment to losing, but often like not often, but sometimes it's attributed to winning too much mm. um, and or having consistent success. Like it's very hard to have consistent yearly success with a team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I so that's, like, oh, my bad, you go. Oh, I was going to say, um, I think that, you know, if if we lost that first game or something by a lot, mm. I feel like we would have had that drive to be like, we're not as good as we thought we would be because we were mm. cocky shits. We were like, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we're playing under nineteen. It's going to be easier, blah blah blah. blah. Mm. And it, it like kind of confirmed it because we had some good players, 
Like right, we had yeah. White Tech Reps. We had you know basically the a bunch Bris- of Prems players that could that yeah. could be Prems players at other schools. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's just it was just yeah. I mean that's tough, but I I appreciate you coming on and and sharing it because I think it's cool to share. Every other episode has been about a positive experience, whereas this mm. has been about not necessarily solely about a negative experience, but sort of comparing the two and, and what can lead to a negative experience with sport. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and oftentimes it's just the environment. Like, you know, if you think of, like, you started playing basketball, obviously, because they needed, you needed a player, but what made you want to play in year eight? Oh, um, I, I grew to, lo- I like, love the sport. There was just, I was horrible. Like I yeah. copied, I copied Kobe back in the day because I was like, yeah, oh, no, if I'm gonna that. copy some person, I'm gonna copy Kobe. So mm. I'm pulling these like fadeaways from the three point line, not even hitting the rim, yeah, thinking like this. you know, eventually I'm gonna hit it, not with my like five seven body. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, what what do you think you attribute most to your love of the game in year eight? What what like what was the biggest thing that made you? I love basketball. This is what I like doing. Oh, um, the competitiveness. I mean, okay, I used yeah, to. Yeah. I've done like a lot of sports. I've done mm. like rugby league, you know, mm. uh, touch. I even did some karate and stuff. But <laughs> but yeah, it's it just the basketball. Just I don't know, it drew me in from that competitive yeah. right the competitive nature you know wanting to win as a group and, and whatnot. Yeah. dope um yeah it's interesting to see like you know like again that the theme is quite similar you know it's it's usually to do with the environment or you know we're being competitive and and then you relate that back to you know your team last year and that it almost wasn't competitive and then you sort of lose that love for the game and mm. Um, things can go downhill from there and i think it's important to to have these conversations because like, how was your year going this year before all, all of this happened like what was it uh, like this year that that loss like like it hit me like it, mm. it got me in my feels i was like <laughs> I, I need a train so i yeah. i'm putting in work right. um this year I, we've got quite a young team like most of them are year 12s I think I'm the oldest in the team, which is quite So you're sad. on what team are you on this year? Um, I'm in the Prem team this year. Okay, nice. Right, right. Uh, um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got a lot of young players, but they're all like, you know, mm. way more accolades than I have. You know, New Zealand mm. player. You know, blah blah blah. You guys will have a good team, basically. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, but um. Yeah, it's it gets real competitive sometimes compared to last mm. year, and it's mm. um, just adjusting to that now. Hmm. Mm. That's the big thing is like, you know, what can we do, especially as coaches, to make sure that your experience is always not necessarily like always. It's never going to always be positive. There's always going to mm. be things. It's just the nature of 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 life. Yeah. Um, but how can we make it so that even after year thirteen, even if you don't get a scholarship or, or whatever, you still want to play the game? because mm. um, i think that to me that's what's most important is like can i keep my players playing till they're 60 yeah until um, you just cannot play for whatever reason mm. um, and if that means that you go play professionally until you're 40 then fucking excellent <laughs> yeah. um, that's dope that's the goal right but yeah. um so that's a big thing and that you know i hope that obviously what's happened now sucks but i hope that the rest of of your season if you are in premiums i'm sure that if it's exactly the same as you're 11 i'm sure you have the same positive fun experience yeah um which is super important uh, is there anything you would like to leave on? Any final thoughts before we finish this up? 
no. Um, uh, just, yeah, when I, I was listening to the podcast you did yeah. uh, about about this, yeah. and it just made me feel some type of way. Not, like, angry, but just frustrated with myself that, like, that all, like everything was, like, so true, and it's, like, it yeah. was good to get that other perspective. Mm. I was like, yeah, mm. I just need to talk about, you know, what happened. Mm. Mm. That's the important thing with it. It's just about sharing stories, and that's what's that's what we lose, I think, in in today's. Um, I don't want to say exercise. Fucking hate saying that, but like <laughs> we do lose that. There's there's a lot less story sharing and a lot more like Instagram story sharing with a stupid photo or something. Yeah. Um, so it's important. I think that's cool that um, something that we created had an impact on you and made you want to come on. And I'm gonna share my side now, and then hopefully, <clears> you know, the boys from Hopsville Point will listen to your side now. But now I understand their side too, which is important. Yeah. Um, okay, I got one final question for you. What would mm-hmm. you say to yourself right now? What would you say to the year nine Brady right year now? Year nine Brady. What would you tell oh. him? Um, like basketball related, by the way. No, no girl <laughs> advice. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, I would definitely say, you know, like, like losing isn't necessarily the worst thing. Like. Mm. Cause I'm, I think year nine were, was when I started to cultivate, you know, that like winning mentality mm. and yeah, I would just say to him, you know, take those learnings, learning experiences you know, with a grain of salt and just think about it more than just, Oh, I lost. This is, mm. you know, nothing I'd like learn from that appreciate you guys listening to this episode don't forget to check out our other episodes really good one to listen to after this if you haven't already is the one with kieran where he shares his side of playing in my hobsville point team and he sort of talks about you know his time at hobsville point basketball building up to to last year his last year at school where we beat um, brady's team in the finals and, and won the under, an under 19 championship that probably be a good one to listen to if you haven't because it's that side of the story uh, if you have then check out the other ones uh, and yeah appreciate your time brady all right, thank you. Oh,